I would go into uh, entrepreneurship earlier. Yeah. You need to experience the low before yeah. you get to enjoy the high. Okay. You, you, you can chase your dream, mm. but don't forget what. Why are you chasing your dream? Mm. Hi there, you're listening to the Chill Mamba Podcast with me, Michelle Hon. Today, I'm sharing the audio version of my Mambo Spotlight interview with Miss Charlene Sim, who is a dear friend and the founder of Glowfully, a local skincare brand which is formulated for people with sensitive skin like Charlene herself. For the longest time, she always had this idea. However, she was in an employment that was comfortable her colleague was supportive she has amazing managers but it got to a point where she just could not do it all she just have to choose one or the other on top of being a mommy to her two loving daughters so for those of you who are thinking of going after your dreams but you still have this job that you love Perhaps you should listen to Charlene's story and see maybe you can get a tip or two from her about taking the leap into starting a business on your own. Let's dive in. Hi, this is Michelle Horn and you're watching the Chill Mambo Show where we believe you can achieve your Mambo's goal with a little bit of strategies and determination. Today I have with me Charlene Sim, who is my friend and the founder of Glowfully. Um, she really, why why I have Charlene here today is because she, she has been in the corporate world for um, uh, the majority of her adult life and she finally taken the step to move into mompreneurship and I think um, a lot of you are going through that transition right now or thinking of making that transition so let's hear it from Charlene. Welcome Charlene. Hi Michelle. Thank you for having me today. Um, so uh, a little bit about myself, Shalin, um, also known as Miss Black on social media. Uh, I'm a, like what Michelle say, a mompreneur. So I I'm currently the founder of Global Skin and also the agent and distributor for Fresh Singapore. Hmm. So how did you? So I know that you've been you flew with SQ, yes. and then you were in um, a pharmaceutical company for a long time. I think wow. eleven. Eleven years, yeah. While you were, you know, managing motherhood and this, you know, sometimes having a job is a good thing, right? You just get the salary, it's yes, easy life. But what makes you want to, um, you know, just step out and start your own brand? I I, I think. I was actually I started eFresh first in twenty oh nine. So eFresh came about coincidentally. So after delivering Lauren, mm. I had a really bad bump of a hormonal acne. So it was like hormone imbalance, mm. and my entire face was with acne. So and by chance, I tried eFresh, and miraculously, it's the only thing that seems to be able to calm my acne. So I was immediately hooked on it. I start to use it daily and I start to bring it in and out to for myself, my family. And I remember back then in 2009, forum is like a big thing. So I started like a group buy on forum. So I start to kick off from there. Yeah, and I, I did like three years of group buy. So and when finally the forum fever kind of died off, I moved eFresh from like uh, business to consumer to a B2B concept where I actually sell it to 
um, salons mm. and like those home-based mm. uh, salons where mm. they actually bring it to their customers when they come to their salon for an experience. Mm. So that's a good example where you just don't, you you know, a lot of people think that, okay, you just from here, you jump from here, but actually in the middle, you actually have, you know, sort of like put one foot onto, into entrepreneurship on, you know, bringing this brand eFresh into the market and started talking to customers, um, receiving feedback mm -hmm. before launching your own thing. So that's, I think it's a very smart way to go. In 2009, I was probably like jealous of what other mommies is going through right now. Mm -hmm. I don't have the courage to do it. <laughs> All right, it's like you know you are you just bought a house, you just have a baby. Yeah, you know you have so much commitment. I don't think it was the right time, and it was just I was passionate about the product. Yeah, so it, it kind of like oh okay, I, I take it as a sideline. Yeah. So and it wasn't really that busy then, so it was good enough. And honestly, I think if I were to really quit my job then and focus on eFresh, I can still make ends meet, but not very well, but mm. you still be able to. Mm. Um, it was only uh, in 2017, you know, with the online fever now, I decided to, to change the business strategy to move it back to B2C. So I stopped all salon uh, and I moved the whole entire, because I believe the salon wouldn't want their customers to have things that they can buy readily off the shelf. Mm. So I changed the strategy to B2C. And all this while while holding my, my main job. Yeah. And it was tough. Mm. So my typical day would be like you know, getting up, sending the girls to school, then heading into the office uh, until five six o'clock, and then come back home with the girls. You know, spend some time there. So when they are in bed, I will basically be doing everything till two three a.m. I had minimal sleep during that seven eight months when I was working. trying to do it all and. What was the thing that really made me decided that this is, this is it, I need to give up on something. Yeah, it's either the business got to go or the job's got to go because we can't refund the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kids has to stay, yes. so it's either the business or... <laughs> so it was a very, very tough decision because honestly I was going to disappear mm. and I was, you know, it was very hard. So for me, it's like the 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 key is if I don't let go of something, mm. um, my sanity is gonna go. Yeah. Because I'm losing my cool over the slightest thing with my kids. Mm. It's like you'll be mommy. I'll be like, go away. I'm real busy. Okay. And like you know, when I I, I, I think of something, they will suddenly mom. I say, oh, you just blew my thoughts. <laughs> my thoughts. I know. You know, it's like you, you get. You lose your cool over the slightest thing, and you know my husband was even commenting that it's so hard to talk to me during that period of time. He said, "You're always looking at your phone. If not, you know when I call you, you're not picking up because I'll be rushing off yeah, my somewhere to somewhere." So, and I realized that I'm, I'm losing the things. It's, it's not yeah. working out. Something's got to change, yes. and eventually you just okay. The work's gotta go. I'm gonna focus on eFresh at that point. So the good thing, okay, I like to believe it that this, I had quite good rec track record in whatever I was I used to be doing. So I, I told myself, okay, let's give myself two years. So in these two years, if it's not gonna take off, I think I still have a little bit of market value to go back to my <laughs> Okay, so, but let's put my heart and soul. Mm. Uh, 
into my business for this tour. Yeah. And the other thing is also I feel that, like I mentioned, time with who that really matters. So I, I need time for to, to ferry my mom around for her medical appointment. Mm. So it was kind of embarrassing that you know you every other week you're applying leave. Mm. And, and you know it's, it's for you to talk to people who are not a, a mom with kids about working, mm. they always have this concern that people don't understand them, mm. their fellow colleagues don't understand them. Yeah. They always think that they are doing lesser than the rest. But yeah. in fact, we are doing a lot more. Yeah. So it's like they will think that, oh yeah, she, she goes on leave again you know, because of this. Or but you know, while we are on leave, we are actually covering up work at home. So I remember one of the job, not the my last one, I actually resigned. Because I overheard one of the, the key management commenting that, oh, I really hate it when you know the ladies use family or kids as an excuse to take time off. I was like, okay, I think we have different beliefs. The culture here doesn't suit me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I feel really it's, it's about time management. Yeah, and I find that it's, I'm. I mean, like, sorry to the corporations out there. Like, women have so much value and we can bring so much more. Yes, we may not be in the office all the time, but have you heard of remote work these days, right? Yes. I mean, we can get a lot more done away from work, to be honest. Exactly. Like, I, I read a, a survey recently or a study recently that says, you know, 40% of the time when people are at work, they're not actually working. I agree. Yeah, I agree. because your your attention span is only for that short amount of times. Yes. But moms, we have somehow this ability to even though if we have like a short one hour at home, but we need to just catch up on work. We can multitask. We are, we are queen of multitasking. Right? <laughs> yeah, so I think like you know, it's it's the corporations or the the companies out there who don't embrace this moms wanting to. Um, have a family and work balance, which I believe we all can. But if you don't, 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 don't um, encourage that in your culture, and it's that they're lost. And it's for, it's good for you to find out. And otherwise, you would yes. not have taken that you know that step to come out. No, that that happened not. With my, yeah, that's yeah. then the next job. My next job, my 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 bosses, they are all very nice. They're yeah. all mummies. So oh, okay. it's always good to work for someone who is also a mum. Yeah, so they can really understand like the need and you know they understand that even when you're at home, mm. you know, we are, we we don't take things for granted. You give us the flexibility, we give you back, you know, more. Yeah. Yes. So most of the time when they allow me to do things outside of the office, I give them more yeah. return. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just more it's more so for yourself that I think um, we do not work less. Don't don't be confused that if you leave your job, you get to work less and be a mom boss and work as and when you please. We actually work even harder. Yes, yes. Don't you find that you actually work harder because when you have a job, you can just you know when you finish at five o'clock, you just okay. I'm no longer an accountant at five. I'm just me. You know, on weekends, I'm just me. You know, but yeah. when you're a mompreneur, it's twenty four seven. Exactly. I would say that that's one part of it. The other part is when you're at a job. 
you're probably hired as like a, maybe a marketing person. Mm. So your role is that marketing person. So, but when you, unless you have the luxury to hire an entire team right at the start of your marketing you know, most of the time, people started with one-man show, right? Yeah. So when you are one-man show, you are basically everything. So you are like the manager. You're, you're the tacker. You're the one who goes the to the... Logistic, um, you are yeah. like the regulatory. So, but I would say that Although it's very tough, but the learning curve is very steep. Mm. So, you know, when I was working for the 11 years, I never understand what's the role of a regulatory. <laughs> I never understand what's the role of uh, maybe a customer service. I mean, okay, or customer, admin. Yes, or yes, the like, importance of yeah, finance, yes. or even the importance of HR, because you have to hire interns, right? Yeah. Uh, to me, it's like when I first started hiring interns, uh, uh, anything as long as you can. Yeah, but, but there's so much paperwork yes. and that goes into it, so, and you know, CPF and stuff. Yeah, so you are basically everything. So, you know, if someone were to call your business hotline, you know, if they press one for sales or no, two for every, every number goes back to you. That's true. Which the, the one reason why most moms do go into their own business is because of flexibility of time. Yes, yes. Like I mentioned earlier, I felt really bad that you know because my husband traveled very mm. so I do not want to compromise on bearing the kids around like for their classes so so I work around the time mm. but things like my mom recently she got diagnosed with cancer so mm. she has to go for a chemo and the treatment takes like an entire day so I have to apply leave mm. and the good thing is um, my two brothers and I we take turns mm. but the thing is even the three of us take the it's a weekly treatment it's kind of often that you have to apply leave it's, it's getting a little embarrassing for me to like submit my leave form yeah so it's like and whereas everyone in the team is like fighting for some KPI for that month that's set by the boss and then you, you, you do feel like oh, I'm I'm like a burden to the team you know, mm. you know that, that feeling so I do enjoy the flexibility now so, like when you say, uh, the good thing about being a mom boss is the flexibility. I have like, I can set aside. Um, this day, this day is non-negotiable. It's family day. Yep. So every other thing, I will squeeze it to the other days. Yes. And you don't need to feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the beauty of, of, of a mom boss. Of course, on the other days, you, you do have to make it up by working really hard mm. to, to, to ensure that you still meet whatever you need to do at the mm. end of the day. Mm. Yeah, this is the beauty of that's, that's great, that's good. So um, I've got here two, two products mm -hmm. from Growfully Skin. So you started with the cleanser first. Yes. So what's the idea? Like, okay, maybe let's, let's go back, let's rewind a little. Mm -hmm. And so from eFresh, then you decided that maybe I should just formulate my own product and have my own brand. This is something that I wanted to do since like years back, even when I was just doing eFresh as a sideline. Yeah. You know, I always, wanted to but is I never had the courage mm. and it was also a big investment so, yeah. so when I started to focus on eFresh um, then one day I, I, I do get challenges here and there so you know you get um, infringements and things like that and I got so upset then I'm telling myself I think it's a, it's a calling for me to, to fulfill my dream mm. then I'm thinking okay uh, and let's do it since that doing it full-time I can focus on it so I say about only have funds for one product oh, <laughs> because okay. you know unlike um, 
people with huge investment or investor coming in. I only it's me myself and I. So I took out my huge saving. Then I calculated. Oh gosh, I only have like enough for one to formulate one product, put a brand on it, and yeah. So then it boils down to which product. Yeah. So I'm thinking like. Everyone needs to cleanse the face, right? <laughs> so, and the thing is, I asked myself when I was a kid, what is the first product that I, I use? For yeah, this? it's cleanser, yeah. right? That's true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. as a young girl, you don't go with applying serum. Serum. Right? I don't know what serum yeah, was. So, like everyone believe that, no, the first product. A girl starts will be will be yeah we go out and get a simple or something yes, <laughs> back yes. in those days so yeah. no my I was using hazelin so I oh, hazelin, like yes yeah like, back in those days yeah, so it's cleanser so I was like okay then let's try cleanser and the other so thing, you just really just you know just you just by yourself just thinking okay cleanser I'm just gonna go do cleanser in my mind I know did you do any market research did you ask anyone. Actually, to be honest, I mean, it was... Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a huge, like, that's takes guts, you know, like, yeah. and, and trusting in yourself. I, I would say, uh, if I were to do it again, I will probably do more market research. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I know eventually I'll have the whole range. Mm. It's just that I have to know which one which one will be the first. Exactly, right? Yeah. You don't go and, and design a whole range and then find out that people don't want it. Yes. So, just start with... Um, what what they call it MVP right like a mini viable product that yes. people can just first try it first. Get I would to know. say also you have to work out uh, your strategy yourself. Mm. I mean, uh, you know you can actually unless you have a huge bunch of investor. The the best way is actually to have the entire range or at least a few so that people know your brand as a few and not just mm. one. Right. But for me, it was like a calculated risk kind mm. of thing. So I was telling myself, if it doesn't work, then take it as I have to restart all over again. Mm. But I do not want to be so much in debt that I have to borrow and you know start a whole range. Mm. I just want to put a limit to what will be my loss in yeah. the event that yeah. you know it doesn't take off. Yes, yeah, that's so. just the best way to invest. Really, just just get ready that you are comfortable if you do lose this money, right? Yeah. But just just go for it, isn't it? Uh, so I like to know, right, from the from the from the moment that you decide, okay, this is it. I'm gonna start my own brand. I'm gonna look into, um, you know, how to formulate a product and go about doing that. I'm sure there's a lot of work goes into this. To the day you saw your very first cleanser, how long did it take? A year. A year. But I, I'm I'm being I was being slow. So the 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 lab and the chemist was so annoyed with me because. I was alone, so I, I couldn't decide what exactly was the key ingredient. So, you know, they have been, like, I formulated, like, 12 or 13 formulations. Yeah. Oh. So each time I'll say, then they'll be asking. Also, you need to find out oh, no, what you like about, about the it. Fragrance. It's also about the texture and oh. down, boil down to the individual ingredients. Yeah. So then I will suddenly have, like, a... a, a a very good formula that I think oh I like it then I'll start talking to friends and you know because I will used to be in uh, pharmaceutical line yeah I talk to some dermatologists then they'll be saying oh you know you shouldn't include this ingredient yeah. now I'm like oh really and then you then take I it start out again to, start to research oh yeah I think this ingredient is no good now I'll be calling the chemist I'm so sorry I think we need to redo it and they were like well, I thought you said that it's best. Oh. Yeah, so I, I was slow. I was slow. Uh, I took about a year. Mm. And at one point, I think my chemist was almost going to give up. Mm. They, they couldn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, but eventually from the first to the second, it was three months. So I, I what, yeah. what do you mean? Like when you sold the first the, one? To the second product. Oh, to the second product yeah. was so a lot I, faster. I learned to be more decisive. Mm. Like some things you just really can't be thinking so much because each time when you are thinking, you are losing opportunity. Yes. Yeah. So you know, I realized that from the first mm. uh, experience. Then I decided the second one, you just have to like do it and right. go. That this this must be like what like to me it's like you don't know what you don't know, right? So when you first decide, okay, right, I'm gonna have my own skincare brand. Then how do you know what's the first step or what to do? Where do you find the chemist? Where do you Okay, the thing is because of my context all from mm. the past mm. nine years, ten mm. years with Eat Fresh, mm. and I, I'm also invited to some of their like key factories and oh. so you start to realize the role, mm. and and you know, I was given an opportunity like also to work with one of the the, the R and D department in Taiwan University, mm. uh, which is why we came up with the the place. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it is. True opportunity from from yeah, yeah, right, French, right. Yeah. So so that's right. Um, I think that's also one of the, whenever I coach a student, mm. we always go back and see what is the one skill that you you have that other people don't. Yes. Sometimes you think like it's it's just so easy to me, right? It's but to other people it's valuable. Yes. So it's, for you, it's your previous work experience that mm. brought you to all these factories and you gain this knowledge yes. that you now put into your business. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would then say. you're not really starting blind and trying to go into an industry that you don't know at all because yes. each of us so, you know, we lived here for 20-30 years when we, until we start our first mm-hmm. business. We have our own unique skills, we have our own unique experience that's different from everyone else. Yes. And always tap into that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like a mom who is very good at cooking. Mm. You no, know, she can start like her cooking class. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. Do what you are. To, exactly to people like oh, but I cook every day. It's so simple. But to people who can't cook, you're a genius. Or even to someone who, who cooks every day, mm. it is a good uh, time to you know learn new recipes. Yeah, exactly. And mingle with people of the you know, same interests. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. You get my language. Yeah. <laughs> So I know that you know your husband is very supportive. You have a very supportive yeah. family, and that's definitely helped in this journey as mm-hmm. a mompreneur. And um, but I, um, of course, it's not always easy. But when things get tough, what gets you going? The good thing is now I see my mom every day because mm. she's like. Um, Previously, I deliver lunch to her every day, mm-hmm. but now she's staying over at my place, so I see oh. her every day. So, you know, my mom is a tough lady. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit about her is, you know, she, she brought us up single-handedly. My dad left us when we were very young. So, for her, she was holding multiple jobs just to ensure we have bread on our table. And I, I remember clearly that when I was like 10 or 11, because she had multiple jobs, right? one of her jobs was she had a store at um, Albert Complex, which is now the OG Albert. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be called Albert Complex, oh. she has a store there. Mm. And part of the building requirement is whether there's business or not, you have, you're required to open your store every day. Mm. And I was 10, which is Lauren's age now. Yeah. I was made to head down every day after school to mend her store because she took on the role of a property agent so she has to go for viewing <laughs> so she makes you yeah and at 10 I was in so much angst I was like why must I do this mm. I like my friend will be asking me hey hi Charlene you want to join us at McDonald's 
then I'll like, oh no, I can't. Then I'll be like, so much angst in that one hour bus journey to, it's like, why do I have to do that? But I guess that most who I am today, mm. that the experience, that, that the courage to speak to a stranger yeah. at a very young age to sell things, right? Yeah. I remember, you no know, one stranger, a lady told me, oh little girl, I actually I'm not really interested in the product that you're selling, but you're so cute. I just <laughs> want to encourage you to continue. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I remember that to this day. So, you know, I remember all the hardship that we went through. And now that I see my mom every day, it's like, if she can do it, why, why am I even why saying that it's hard? Yeah. She was even harder, she doesn't have a husband. Mm. She was all alone. I have a husband now, I have a helper, the luxury of a helper. I'm much more blessed than her. Mm. So I think it's about when you are, you know, remember that you're fortunate. Always count your blessing. Mm. So I believe everyone has something that you feel you're, you're blessed about. Mm. So remember that and I think that keeps you going. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. I'm like, I'm having chills listening to that story because I think um, my mom um, also like, you know, did a lot for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. One day I'll share. <laughs> um, like, if you have your time again, what would you do differently? If I have my time. I think this year is very hard, especially 2019, because I, 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 I quit my job. Um, uh, in 2018, right? Mm. So right after, you know, something like, you know, everything happened so quickly, you know, we went to get a house. And wow, my God, the house is also something that is taking up our time. So if I will do it again, probably I will not get a house. That's for now, like I wouldn't, because that's taking up a lot of my time. Mm. And if you are asking me... So you felt like that may not be the right time to take mm. on such a huge project alongside, you know, mm. starting your own business and going to mom's and mm. family situation right now and if I have the time again I'll probably start to um, go into my friendship earlier mm. yeah earlier um, the reason is I think you know priority shift or, you know when you get older mm. you know when I was younger you know when you just started working and because we grew up in poverty right you know yeah. the desire to break free from hardship is so yeah. strong yeah. so my mom as well. So for us, you know, the desire to want to be successful in life is so strong. So for me, when I just started working, my mind is all about making money to ensure mm. that I won't go back mm, and too. my kids will not have to go yeah. through what I went through. Yeah. But then, when my mom got diagnosed with cancer, yeah, I realized that it's, it's rather sad because, you know, human beings, we spend our prime, our, our good years fighting for everything that we want and even at the expense of our health. Mm. Then when we realize that something happened to us, we give up we give up whatever we have built just to gain back the health. Yes. So I think I would go into uh, entrepreneurship earlier because during the time that I was working, I was more focused about ensuring that I bring back enough money mm. so that I can have more luxury life. Yeah. So now that I'm in mom as a mompreneur, I feel it's about the quality of time spent mm. with your loved one. Yeah, the yeah. things that matters, yes. right? I mean like, yeah, I think everyone's been through that when we're in our early 20s, um, still young and fresh and still very ambitious. Yes. We, we want to earn more, yes, you yes. know, buy the best thing. But then it gets to a point when you realise that we really don't need that much to live on. No. To live, you can really live very simply, but it's have the right 
um, values down, like you know, time and health, and and I think your your mom, you know, being diagnosed also makes you realize that time is running out for all of us. So if you really want to do something, just get it done. So I I feel the key message is you know, you, you you can chase your dream, mm. but don't forget what why are you chasing your dream? Mm. It always boils down to family, right? Yes. Yeah. Love. So. If you want to do it for your family, remember that you need to be in good health, yeah. so that you get to enjoy the life with them yeah. when you are, you know, when it's time for you to retire or it's time to enjoy your fruits. So, while you're working hard, don't forget to take care of yourself. Mm. And this is also the key reason why we actually work with Breast Cancer Foundation for oh. the second product. Uh huh. Yeah, the key message was um, is to actually remind women that mm. you know each time you, you you rip up the mask because there's a breast cancer logo in front. Oh, of is it? Right. Yeah. So and um, you know you remind yourself. Mm. Have you um, when have you gone for your, your yearly yeah, screening? Check. Or even if you are really so busy, all you need is just like a five minute of self examination, right? Yeah. And you know to ensure that you are in a pink of health. Awesome. So that's also the reason why. So is it a portion of the cell yes. goes to breast cancer? So we, we work with them to to donate a part of mm -hmm. it and uh, to to them, and we also pledge that in the event you no know, we do not meet the amount, we will still donate five thousand to them by breast cancer awareness. Oh, yes. thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's a key message to remind everyone, mm -hmm. and I think now they are having like the the free mammogram thing mm -hmm. for women. Mm. So I, I just hope like you know more women can actually really remind themselves that you need to be healthy because yeah. you want to you want to attend your for your daughter's children. wedding, you want to look after your grandchildren. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. At the end of the day it's all about our family of yes, why yes. we work so hard for, isn't it? Yep. So like remember your what's the main thing that actually bring you into this business. Mm. That was such a heartfelt interview, so thank you very much. But before we end, I'd love to get your advice mm -hmm. uh, for our audience, uh, for you know, aspiring mompreneurs out there who are thinking of starting a business, mm -hmm. who are in, 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 in a job right now, but mm -hmm. just, just have that fear of putting a step forward. What would you say to them? I, I would think that uh, having fear is normal. So, you know, I always tell uh, my brothers or whoever that asks me, See, there are a lot of people with great ideas, a lot, okay? but there are only that handful who has the courage to take the leap of faith. So, you know, be the one that step out of your comfort zone because you almost never grow when you're in your comfort zone. And never be afraid to or never run away from things that you're afraid of doing. Mm. So, I gave an example like, I always say that life is like a classroom or a school. So, you may hit math. <laughs> you hit math, yeah. but you still have to go through the exam, right? <laughs> right? So when you go through the exam and you fail, what what happened? You retake. Yeah. And if you fail again, you retake until yeah. you eventually get to the next wow, level. Okay. So in life it's the same. So you hit this thing and you, you drag meeting mm -hmm. face to face. So yeah. you escape. Mm. But life is very smart. They'll make sure it comes back to you in some other part, some other situation. It'll make sure it comes again and again until That's you true. eventually can handle it. So that's when you graduate from this course mm. and you'll move on to primary four of math. So the next level. <laughs> so, you know, you, you just keep coming back. That's true. And that's how you grow. Yes. So yeah. so never run away, but learn how to tackle it. Mm. So if you're thinking about doing a business but you're fear, so so do your 
calculation, take calculated risk. So I'm not saying that you should just jump in and then mm, exactly. do your calculated risk and 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 go for it. Yeah, and especially like I think like how you share your story, right? Just put one foot in, mm-hmm. you can still hang on to your. Um, to to your to your job, yes. and then just do it as a side hustle, and see if this is this is something yes, that really right. suits you, mm-hmm. and when it slowly pays you the yes. same amount of what you're earning in your job. But sometimes it will never. Yeah. But it's if you have a bigger passion and purpose, then just go for it because life is short. Yes, and nobody starts off successful. I believe you talk to anyone who's successful, they have their lowest point in life. Correct. Yeah. So, Correct. um, is the low that makes the high, the high up so, so amazing, right? right. So you need to experience the low before yeah. you get to enjoy the high. Yeah. So to those of you who think that this has been very helpful to your life journey or you think that this video would be helpful to someone you know, do share it with your friends. And um, with that, I just have to say a bit goodbye now. Bye. Bye. Now, if you'd like to hear more about building a business from home while raising kids and how do you manage it all, do come to my website at michellehon.com or Mum Boss Academy. Well, both leads to the same page. Scroll to the bottom of the page and join the Mum Boss Movement. It'll take you to my new Facebook group where I'll answer your most pressing questions and hopefully we'll get a community of mum bosses there to support each other's in this quite often lonely journey, entrepreneurship. I see you on the other side. Thank you for listening.